Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Thursday, October 6th, and this is People Every Day. Hey there, listeners. Janine Rubenstein back behind the mic once again. I am extra excited for today's show because we're sitting down with beloved actor Tay Diggs. We're talking parenting, his hit show, the next installment of the Best Man franchise, and more. But before that, Sherelle Griner, the wife of imprisoned WNBA star Brittany Griner, gave an update on her wife's condition. And we've got the latest for you on that. So let's get started with what's been buzzing around your timeline. Yesterday, we took a deep dive into what seems to be the impending divorce of Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. We've heard for months that the supermodel has been unhappy in their marriage, and after hiring a divorce lawyer, it sounds like she's ready to officially call it quits. But sources tell us that Brady isn't ready to take a knee on their marriage. A source close to the situation tells people that the Super Bowl MVP doesn't want a divorce and would like to work things out with Bündchen. According to sources, Tom is in pain over the situation, and as someone who's used to always getting his way, this is devastating for him. Uh, Just to quote one of our sources directly, she is the one steering the divorce. This is not something he asked for. It's something he wanted to fix. She is playing offense, and he is playing defense. He wants to protect himself, protect his interests, but he's only starting to go the legal route in his defense from her. He doesn't want this to be ugly. He doesn't want to fight. If the divorce is happening, and it seems like it is, he wants it to go as smoothly as possible, end quote. It still remains unclear what can be fixed, though, given a major point of contention between the couple was Tom's unretirement from the NFL, refusing to give up football at the age of 45. And here he is tackling all of his personal drama in the middle of the season. But if there's one thing we've learned about Tom Brady in the last 20-plus years, you can never count out his ability to pull off an upset. And it wouldn't surprise me to see Tom go for some sort of relationship Hail Mary to try and save his marriage. Giselle has been, after all, his biggest cheerleader. This feels like one of those stories that is going to continue simmering for days and weeks to come. And we will, of course, keep you updated as new details bubble up. But while some families are navigating stormy seas, others are welcoming new members aboard. At 48, actress Hilary Swank is pregnant with twins. The Alaska Daily Star announced the news yesterday on Good Morning America. This is um, something that I've been wanting for um, a long time, and my next thing is I'm going to be a mom. Just a one, but of two. Swank could not have been smiling bigger and went on to explain that twins run in her family and in the family of her husband, Philip Schneider. A seeming rarity in Hollywood's spousedom, Schneider does not work in the film industry. Set up on a blind date by supernatural actor Misha Collins, Swank and Schneider initially bonded over their mutual love of nature and dogs. Of that first date, Swank told Vogue, quote, We met at 10 a.m. and parted ways at 11 p.m. We clearly 
enjoyed our time. And trust me, as someone who has had dates that I wished only lasted 13 seconds, wanting to spend that much time with someone on the day you meet Definitely a good sign. Two years after that magical first date, the couple tied the knot back in 2018, surrounded by friends, family, and of course, a massive grove of redwood trees. With this pregnancy, Schneider and Swank are both looking forward to experiencing parenthood for the first time. On a personal note, I couldn't be more excited for Swank. After all, two has always been her number. She has two Golden Globes, two Critics' Choice Awards, and even two Oscars for films Million Dollar Baby and Boys Don't Cry. But I'm willing to bet this next set of two will make her even prouder than all of those impressive awards combined. Now let's move from the heartwarming to the heartbreaking. Sherelle Griner, wife of Brittany Griner, spoke out today as the WNBA star continues to be held prisoner in Russia. We have been following the Brittany Griner story closely here on People Every Day. The WNBA star was first detained in Russia in February for allegedly possessing cannabis oil in her luggage. In August, she was sentenced to nine years in prison for this. It's been such a heartbreaking journey to follow. I can't even imagine the pain her family is going through. But now Brittany's wife, Sherelle Griner, is speaking out about it all to CBS Morning's Gail King. Joining me now to discuss everything she said is Emmy winning sports journalist and author Kavitha Davidson. Hey, Kavitha, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Janine. Well, this has truly been an ongoing nightmare for Brittany and her family, and Sherelle did not hold back when discussing her wife's situation. On his face, it just seems like my wife is a hostage. To know that our government and the foreign government is sitting down and negotiating for her release, she's a hostage. So the White House is working to help bring Britney home. And Sherelle has met with President Biden to talk about it. And she is hoping for a prisoner swap. Do you think, you know, that swap could still happen? Uh, What's the latest? So there is an appeal scheduled for the end of the month, October 25th, I believe. And where things stand is that swap is still on the table. Now, the White House has been negotiating in good faith. And most experts that you talk to point to the difficulty of negotiating in good faith with a country like Russia, where, you know, Vladimir Putin basically has all of the leverage and he's using this case to build more leverage. And that's one of the things that Sherelle kind of pointed to when she gave that that interview. She said that Brittany is afraid that she's being used and very clear that that she is being used. And that's kind of the scariest thing. And Sherelle also pointed to the change in her tone of voice, the change in her demeanor. And she was very, very despondent about how low Brittany seem, seems to be. After this appeal, the fear is that she'll be sent to a prisoner camp. But the original deal that was on the table is still absolutely there. It was for Brittany and another American citizen who was being held in Russia named Paul Whelan in exchange for an arms dealer from Russia named Victor Boot. Whether or not Russia agrees to that deal is really up to Russia at this point. And if if you talk to people who are behind the scenes, they all do feel like the White House is doing what they can right now. And the fact of the matter is we're not going to know what all of those things are in the public because some of these negotiations do have to happen behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The moment in the interview that just broke my heart was when Sherelle talked about the two phone calls she had with Brittany. The first conversation, um, it was just so delightful just to hear her voice. At that point, I was like, you know what? 
I think she's okay. We can, we can, we can survive this. Mm-hmm. The second phone call, I just, the minute I hung up, I think I cried for about two, mm-hmm. three days straight. It's heartbreaking for so many reasons. There was so much more hope from Sherelle, at least after talking to Brittany that first time. And you heard it in the interviews that she did after the fact. And now it's turned a corner in a way that you hope that something can get done because of how of, of what this family is going through and what, what Brittany herself is going through. This has been going on since February. And at the very beginning, as a journalist who's been covering this, we were told by people in the State Department not to cover it so closely or so publicly because of of concerns for her safety. And now that corner has been turned, that seems that the fear is we're not covering it enough, that we need to keep this in, in the media. We need to keep kind of the pressure on Russia to continue these negotiations. When you talk about like what she's suffered for what the charge, is this kind of par for the course with Russia. I need to preface this by saying in no way does this mean that this is justice, right? Yeah. But this is a little bit par for the course. They've sentenced Americans to anywhere from 10 to 14 years for very small amounts of, of cannabis. And, and it's all really just for show. If you talk to diplomacy experts, they talk about how Russia is very good at using the outward appearance of justice or of a judicial system in order to kind of feign legality. The Russian public obviously does not agree with the war that's going on right now in Ukraine and all of that. The state acts outside of how public sentiment actually is. Brittany was part of a championship winning team. She was a a very highly touted celebrity over there. But what they are doing is they are creating chaos on a domestic level. And I think that you'll see this just very anecdotally on Twitter. TJ Quinn for ESPN has talked about this very extensively. Anytime he reports, anytime I tweet about Brittany Griner, you get the bots who immediately point out that she's black, that she's gay, that she knelt during the anthem. And that serves as a wedge for things over here. So specifically, where is she now and and what is that worry about the you know potential of a prison camp stay well so right now she's in the same detainment facility that she's been in throughout this whole process most reports are that she's not being treated particularly poorly or any more poorly than than other prisoners are so that's at least encouraging but the worry is that after the appeal if she does get sent to a prison camp that's one kind of all bets are off. That's when she's at the mercy and the whims of the prison guards and, and other prisoners. And that's when her being American and Black and a woman and gay and famous are are going to come into play here. And that's really, really worrisome. Lastly, Brittany's appeal hearing hangs in the balance. How does that work, the appeal system? And what are we hearing about the possible outcomes there? The appeal system is a little bit farcical. There's no real hope that an appeal will result in an overturning of her conviction. So if it gets to October 25th, if it gets to that point and a deal isn't done, then things are are more dire than we're thinking of them now. Uh, just terrible. Well, we are keeping both Brittany and Sherelle in our hearts here at People Every Day. And Kavitha, thank you so much for coming on to discuss all of this with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Janine. 
Coming up, we are joined by star of the CW's All-American, Tay Diggs. He sits down to talk about his hit show, getting the band back together for another Best Man film, and his struggles with insomnia. But first, BravoCon 2022 is right around the corner. And on the other side of the break, we are joined by our resident Real Housewives insider and expert on all things Bravo, Dave Quinn. He's got the latest scoop on what you can expect, so stay right there. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Super Bowl of the Bravo Sphere is happening next week. BravoCon, and we cannot wait for it. People is going to be there covering all of the highlights. So here to give us some dish on this week's need-to-know housewife drama and a sneak peek of what we can expect out of the reality extravaganza is People's digital editor and Bravo encyclopedia, Dave Quinn. Dave, welcome back to the show. So great to be here, Janine. Well, first, tell us what we need to know going into next week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. And I'm curious, with the new episode, of Salt Lake airing and and Jen Shah's case playing out, if you think we're going to see her in court on the show. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the Real Housewives universe, starting with just what you said, that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. I believe it's going to be three parts. It starts next week. Everything I have heard about this reunion is that it is explosive. It is nasty. The women end on very opposite sides of the table to the point where they didn't even take a cast photo at the end because they were still so mad at one another. If you love drama, I'm sure the Beverly Hills reunion is going to give you plenty of it. If they're not taking a picture, you know they're mad. That's right. (laughs) If they're not getting the full photo of their glam outfits, you know they're holding on to those grudges. In Salt Lake City, you're exactly right. We're in the midst of this crazy Jen Shah case. We know in the real world that she has pled guilty and she is going to be sentenced in a couple of weeks. But in the TV world, what we're watching right now, she's still claiming that she's innocent. She's preparing to go to court. So we're watching kind of what's led to her decision to make that switch. And it's going to be interesting to see what that fallout is, what, if any, jail time she'll actually face, and whether we'll see her at that sentencing, whether the cameras will go up next month, and we'll get to see that in the episode. So lots up in the air with Salt Lake City, but it is captivating television, I can tell you that much. Wow. And Jin Shah, that's that's with all of the scammer stuff, right? Yes, yes. I think it's, what, it's all that sort of marketing scheming. Now, 
BravoCon. What can we expect? What is going to be the big event next week? And how will people be covering it all? Well, after a two-year hiatus, the biggest bastion, the Bravo Spear, is back. I personally cannot wait. BravoCon was such an incredible experience the first time around. There's going to be over 100 stars from the Housewives to Vanderpump Rules, Below Deck, all across the Bravo Spear there, panels, interactive experiences, concerts. I mean, you're going to get a lot of really good things, including Andy's Legends Ball, in which he's going to basically have over 100 Bravo celebrities there celebrating them as if they're part of Oprah's Legends Ball. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's going to be a blast. People will be there. We're going to be on the ground. We're going to be backstage in the press room, and we're going to be on stage. I'm going to be moderating a panel, so if you guys are coming to Bravo I'll be there on Sunday on the main stage with the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip cast members. So there's going to be lots of good gossip that we get out of that. It's the first reunion that they've had, if you will. So I'm excited to put on my Andy Cohen cosplay and try my best to moderate that conversation. And if you are not going to be there, that's totally fine because just tune into people.com. We are going to have everything you need to know with nonstop coverage all weekend long. Ah, it's like a guilty pleasure palooza. I cannot wait. Dave, thank you so much for coming on and giving us the lowdown on our favorite ladies. Always my pleasure. Thank you, Janine. If there is one era I wish I could go back to, it would be the 90s. And that's when my next guest first captivated the hearts of all movie buffs. Tay Diggs is known for his roles in some of my favorite films, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, The Wood, uh, the movie adaptation of Rent, of course, and The Best Man. He went on to star in TV dramas such as Ally McBeal, Private Practice, Empire. And for the past four years, he has played coach Billy Baker on another obsession of mine, The CW's All-American, which is heading into its new season premiere. Also, he has the end of an era coming up. The Best Man, The Final Chapters is set to premiere soon. All that aside, his favorite role ever is that of Dad to his son Walker, a newly minted teen that he shares with ex Adina Manzel. So Mr. Tay Diggs is here now to give me the lowdown on all that he has going on. Tay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, let's start with what my husband cares about most, which is All-American. We have been watching since its inception, and it's just incredible to see you take on a role like this. So what can fans expect from the new season? I think everybody's going through changes. These young people moving from high school to college and how they relate to each other, how they relate to themselves, the difference in coaching styles and teaching styles. And, and we're still just all learning. Yes, I love it. Take, take me back. Were you the athlete? Were you the theater kid? Like, who were you in high school? I played sports, but I was very small. So I, I never started, which is why I had an easier time in the arts. I played tennis. I played soccer. So I was more of an artistic kid. I love to dance and act a fool. Well, some of the best news I've heard this year is that The Best Man will return for its final installment in December. What do you remember about that time in 1999 when it premiered? And how did that moment just change you? Oh, wow. That was a great time. We, um, I was just starting out. It was, I think, my second film where I was the lead. We were a part of something that that had not existed before. So there was a, a sense of excitement just in that. And then for me, I think I was the only real newcomer. So to, one, be a part of something that was 
so new and exciting to be acting with these people that that I had admired and still admire to this day. That was great. And then, of course, the writing was a dream come true. I was so lucky because everybody I got to work with was amazing. And I got to ask, how is it getting the gang back together again? There are some big names in this film, like the Terrence Howards and the Nia Longs of the world. I will always think about that tense scene you two shared together. They would be in marital bliss by the time the book was supposed to have come out. But thanks to you, Miss, I want an exclusive. I got my ass whooped. I almost got thrown from the building because of your ass. So thank you, Jordan. Thank you. So what was it like being back in the room with everyone for the last time? Very difficult. Everybody's still working. Everybody's working hard. And everybody's really expensive. <laughs> so it took a while to get everybody on the same page. But once we got on set, mm-hmm. that's when, not to be corny, but that's when the magic happened. Well, since taking Hollywood by storm, you have also become a dad. You share a 13-year-old son, Walker, with ex-wife Adina Menzel. We all know and love her from the Frozen franchise. How How is co-parenting? How is, you know, just navigating these very new teenage years? It's been interesting. It's great that, that she is there, <laughs> bounce ideas off of. But I just have her really to thank because she runs the show. She's got the the best coaches, the best teachers, the best schools, and it's all because of her. So I can't really pretend to to take that credit. But it's been interesting just watching him grow as a young man, seeing bits of me and bits of her and seeing who he is becoming has been cool. And then just trying to figure out how to navigate raising a young Black man in this day and age. He's a good kid, so... I can say we're succeeding now. Hopefully that will continue. Well, parenting and working are challenging enough, but I hear you've been dealing with insomnia, too, on top of all of it, at least until you got in touch with the folks at QVivic, the insomnia drug you're now spokesman for. Is that right? Well, I'm sleeping a lot better now because I take QVivic. This insomnia started when, when Walker was born. He wouldn't sleep all the way through the night, so I wouldn't know how many hours I would be awake And then I'd have to work the next morning, so I wouldn't know how many hours sleep I would get. And then it would affect my work. I'd get anxious, and that created a cycle. So from that point on, I'd try to do whatever I needed to do to stay awake during the day and and try to fall asleep and stay asleep. You know, whether that meant more wine or in the evenings or more energy drinks and Red Bulls during the day. And it wasn't until just recently that that my son kind of, you know, took me aside and said, what's going on? You have work and then it's, it's time for us to hang out and you're not really there. And that bothered me. So I finally checked out a doctor and told me it was a real thing. A lot, a lot of times we don't want to admit that we have a thing. And for me, this thing was insomnia. And I had imagined it being something completely different than just not sleeping through the night. But even though it wasn't that, it was still something that I needed to get help for. That's something that I want to I don't want to, you know, hit hard for people that it's okay to to ask for help. I'm glad you got help with that. I have so many friends that have dealt with that or are still dealing with that. It's a real thing. A lot of people go through it and you got to do something about it. Um, And you did. So that's great. Oh, I have to make sure people know when go, go ask for help, go to your doctor, because all these things may have different side effects. 
So I just want people to to know that. Absolutely. Yeah, to take the time to find out what works for you. For sure. Well, Tay, thank you for coming on. And be sure to check out All American, October 10th, and The Best Man, the final chapter premieres December 22nd on Peacock. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Well, you know, as a mom, I haven't quite reached the part of parenting where I've had to get too far into the weeds on the birds and the bees. But you guys, I couldn't help but laugh when I saw the video Serena Williams shared of her daughter, where it seems like they'll be having a conversation about the birds and the bees and the cat toys. So there's this very cute video that the tennis superstar shared on TikTok, where she's in her bathroom with her five-year-old daughter, Olympia, who is joyfully playing with a, quote, cat toy. What's that? A cat toy for karma. It's a cat toy for our cat? For karma. But our cat name is Karma, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) Serena tilts the camera down, and you can see the cat toy that Olympia is playing with is something that a lot of moms probably have in their bathroom drawer right now a tampon, and Serena is just kind of watching her play with these cat toys as Olympia appears to be pretty content and pleased with herself, so much so that she starts to open up some more cat toys before Serena has to step in. Okay, let's not, no, let's not play with too many of those. No, but I'm just leaving these, I'm just leaving. Okay. I mean, Serena just has that look on her face that all parents get every now and then, you know, one of those get a load of what my kid's doing kind of looks. I'm sure this will be a very nice way to embarrass Olympia in front of her friends when she's older. As someone with kids fairly close to that age, it just really hit home. And I hope it's a little something to make you smile and a reminder to, um, you know, close the bathroom door. (laughs) Well, that's a wrap on our show for today and a wrap on me for the week. I am heading out to Vegas to see my girl Mary J. Blige with one of my best friends, Autumn. I haven't packed yet, but I will very soon. Um, So I'm out tomorrow. I'm leaving you in very good hands, though. People's senior editor for TV, Brianne Heldman, will be taking over hosting duties. So be sure to show her some love and tune in as Brianne sends you off into the weekend here on People Every Day. Talk to you on Monday.